0: Hi, I'm Jenny Whitehead, and this is my podcast. With different guests, we will be discussing relationships, families, and how to grow and strengthen them. Hi, and welcome to my podcast this week. This is actually my last week of um, doing podcasts, unless y'all think it's so amazing that I keep going. But this is my last week for school, Um, and I have my husband, Jeff, here again with me. Hi. <laughs> and we are going to be talking about parenting. Um, so Jeff and I have four kids. Um, so we have been parenting four kids. And our oldest is almost, oh, she's 17. She is 17. Oh, my heck, 17. 17, almost 16, almost 14, and almost 9. Right? Did I get them all right? That's crazy. Um, And so, we've been parenting for, I guess, almost 18 years now, and I think in some areas we do pretty good, and in other areas, well, I don't do pretty good sometimes, but I think maybe that's just life in general, or some, you ebb and flow, and sometimes you nail it as a parent, and other times, you don't.
1: We all have strengths and weaknesses.
0: (laughs) Um. So we're going to talk a little bit about parenting styles. Um, and so there's three main styles that we're going to kind of talk about today. Um, the first one is authoritarian or coercive, and um, then there's the permissive style, and then the author- authoritative style. Um, and did you want to go over what those mean a little bit?
1: The three of them?
0: Yeah, like what each one?
1: Well, why don't you start? Okay. I'm um, jump in.
0: Okay. So, um course, of authoritarian is more of a strict, like, I'm the parent and this is what's going to happen and this is why I'm going to do it, to, or not why I'm going to do it. Um, just more, um, yeah, forcing kind of what we want.
1: It's very rigid.
0: Yes. Um, almost like, like a military kind of feel to it. And then the permissive style is more like you want to be friends and you love them so much. So you just kind of let your kids walk all over you.
1: Kind of laissez-faire. Let them do what they want. Let them figure things out on their own.
0: And then authoritative is kind of, I don't want to say if it's the mix between the two, but it's it's the one that we want to strive to be where you have rules and you have guidance but you're not coercing or forcing your kids into it. It's more of um, teaching, it's more of teaching and explaining instead of all like a constant punishment almost, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, one of the ways that I was taught about authoritative parenting is looking at the, um, the end of the word, the tative, I-V-E, and that that stands for I vote equally so it gives it's kind of like the parents and the children having an opportunity to work together kind of collaboratively versus um that authoritarian controlling kind of approach
0: well perfect that's good to know I always get the two confused because like authoritarian and authoritative because they're so close yeah mixed up um yeah, so authoritative is the one that we strive to lean towards. And I think when um, when I was in my early years as, as a parent, I think I definitely leaned more towards authoritarian. And to be quite frank, we were young when we had our kids. I think I was 21 when I had my first baby. Um, and so I was young and I didn't even know there were different parenting styles like I yeah I was the mom and so you do what mom says and that's what and that's what we well that's what I did um and at the time you were an accountant and so Mm -hmm. I we didn't really have any idea at all
1: no I think you were a little bit more authoritarian and I was a little bit more uh permissive initially (laughs) So, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And I think, yeah, I was quite strict. And I always just had the thought of, and I even remember saying this, like, because I'm the mom, like, it's my way or the highway kind of thing. I'm the mom, you do what I say. Um, and even I think I was like that. Well, and then our two middle boys have autism. And so I think that kind of throws a loop, not a loop, but like, they thrive on order and routine, and life just gets so chaotic that like I was very much, we were structure and we were um. I don't know like, everything had to be just right so that there was no meltdowns. And there was different appointments and different therapies, and so everything I felt was very rigid. And I, I used to be quite easygoing, but I feel like I got even like more. Like authoritarian almost.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think so? Uh, with those kids, well, with like kids,
0: all like in, in general, general, like I think it kind of rubbed off. I'm my feelings won't be hurt if you say. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
1: a little bit. I know as I changed career paths, I became a little bit more. I tried to be a little bit more authoritative. At least I pretended to be so. Um, I know like with with our youngest, sometimes when she would have meltdowns, I would practice some of my
0: with our oldest oh
1: some of my um new skills and that sort of thing um but yeah certainly as things kind of went on I think we we both became a little bit more authoritarian authoritarian
0: authoritarian or authoritative well,
1: well authoritarian with kind of keeping things oh, yeah. on track and and that sort of thing and but I, I think we've And better being a little bit more authoritative?
0: I hope so. Um, I remember when Abby was like, her and I really clashed (laughs) for a while. She was probably like 10 or 11. And that's when I was like super like, I feel that's when I was like my strictest. we had a foster daughter at the time. And it was like, it wasn't a great time. So I was like super strict. And she was emotional and I didn't deal with emotions well and I was all about like punishments like I'm gonna take all your stuff and find what you love and squeeze and um and it just was not working well for me and I remember she was crying and I was crying and she's like I wish dad were here to talk about my feelings and I'm like I wish dad were here to talk about your feelings too so that's when you are practicing the mm-hmm. authoritative stuff and I was like hardcore into you will do what I say because I say so. Um, And that just, like, blew up in my face really bad and did not work.
1: But in fairness, you were at home all day with with them, and I would come home from work and could be the hero to try to calm things down. So we have to take context into account as well.
0: Yes, but you're always my hero. <laughs> um, but even then, like, I, I think authoritate, like, that's, I was all about, like, the punishment, like, I remember thinking, okay, if they did this, then you take this away. And if you do this, you take this away. And it got to the point, it was, especially with Abby, as she was starting to get into like the tween and teen years, like where that just wasn't working. Like she was pushing back. And I think even you said to me, like, I don't like being told what to do. And I think you pointed that out as, like, she probably doesn't like it either. And I think that's when it dawned on me that, oh, she is like, a human being who has feelings and opinions, and I have just been steamrolling her. And so that's when I kind of tried to take a, I don't know if a step back is the right word, but it kind of changed my approach. I don't know. Um, anyway.
1: I think... Yeah, I think our natural inclination is to, if we're feeling challenged, to challenge back. And I think as parents, it's difficult not to be authoritarian, especially when we see our kids doing things that we know maybe aren't the most helpful for them. Or sometimes even we see pieces of ourselves in them I know for me with our oldest we're talking a lot about our oldest in this one but um, I've seen a lot of my own teenage self in her which makes me want to make her to not make same kinds of decisions and and Mm -hmm. processes and so it's it can be challenging not to be a authoritarian, but just to, to step back and let her learn kind of those things on her own, while also being able to share one thing I've been trying to do a little bit more of is sharing more of my experience and just kind of helping her to see that I'm a human and I've experienced similar kinds of things versus kind of telling her what she has to do and, and that sort of thing, which I think has been good for for both of us, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. No, for sure. I know in a, a video that I had watched for um, school, um, there was a man, I can't remember his name. Anyway, it was a video with a man and he was talking about um, our natural tendency is to, course, like you said, to be, authority to be authoritarian because um, <clears throat> it uh, creates the image that it works. Like, maybe not so much even with teenagers, but with, like, younger kids, if you spank a kid or yell at a younger kid, they stop right away, typically. Um, But it's not something that will, like, it won't have a lasting effect on the behavior that you want stopped. Like, in a couple days, maybe they'll do it again, or in an hour, they'll do it again, and so then you yell again. Whereas if you took a more authoritative approach to it, maybe had a conversation, explained natural consequences and explained things, the child kind of gets to pick, oh, I see why this makes sense and I see why you're telling me not to do this. And again, like it all depends on like the age of a child, like you can't have a in-depth conversation with an 18 month old
1: No, but I think you can have age-appropriate, collaborative Mm -hmm. um, conversations. Um, One of the books that I quite like, I did some training in and um, is, uh, what's it called now, Uh, The The Explosive Child, and it's a collaborative problem-solving approach to parenting, Ross Green I think is the author and it it looks at kind of that collaborative approach where instead of just kind of jumping in and blaming and and um and challenging it's kind of you know starting a conversation looking at kind of what's going on what's up and and what's what's going on and what are you experiencing what am i experiencing and then kind of how do we how do we move forward with this in a way that's gonna you know work best and kind of talking about it together and I think you can do that at all ages just in different ways with Mm -hmm. different language
0: I know that makes sense well and I think too sometimes we think of like that to be authoritative like it takes a lot of work in the beginning like to stop and discuss every action when it would be easy just to do a little swat or a yell that will stop In the beginning it takes a little bit more effort and time and so I can see why that makes it like if you yell or smack a kid that's quick and it's easy and it's efficient at the time whereas to have a conversation it's longer it takes time you have to explain things but yeah
1: well authoritarian is it's really based on the fear response I think it's yeah it's activating the child's fight or flight response and activating fear so they they obey out of fear of punishment versus out of learning and and understanding and
0: that sort of thing mm-hmm. oh for sure well and then um in the in the video it goes on he goes on to talk about like the consequences of coercion or authoritarian parenting which is the child wants to escape avoid and then like counter coercion and so whether it's running away or drugs or um, yeah it can lead it can lead to not great things down the road and that's not to say that every kid that has like wicked strict parents is going to be a drug addict by any mean but
1: no but there's strong research to suggest I know in my my more recent training with sex addiction it looks at attachment and the impact of parenting styles, and I'm I, I'm not gonna I don't remember the stats exactly, but somewhere in the range of I don't know 80 to 90 percent of those um, individuals with sex addiction that were uh, surveyed um, came from homes were with authoritarian. Um, uh, parenting styles for parents really um, and then the the others so authoritarian or permissive authoritarian being the more common but permissive yeah. as well and I think for different reasons because it just kind of shifts that attachment where um, authoritarian it's kind of that need to escape and run away and try to fill that that mm-hmm. gap that fear again that fight or flight whereas with the permissive it's kind of um, feeling like you need to belong somewhere, feeling like no one cares, and kind of trying to find your way. Mm-hmm. So, um, there there is some strong evidence to support that. You know, not everyone that experiences those parenting styles is going to go that way, but those that that do experience those problems, a high percentage of them do experience those those kinds of parenting as they grew up.
0: Hmm, that's interesting. No pressure though. On parents. (laughs) Oh, there's tons Um, of pressure. Yeah, I know. I always feel like after I read these parenting things, or listen to videos, I'm always like, "Oh my heck, I've blown it so bad." But we try and learn and move on and move forward.
1: Well, I think hopefully I'm not talking too much. No, you're good. I think one of the and one of the things I often talk with my clients about and is because they often talk they often talk about how oh I've I've blown it or I'm not good enough or I made this mistake or that mistake and um, it's important to realize that we're human beings and we 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 will make mistakes we're not going to get everything perfect we do the best we can with what we know and where we're at Um, and when we make mistakes we can come back to it and we can talk to our kids about having made that mistake or about how we wish we had done something a little bit different or or um yeah, what we learned from that experience, because I, in doing so, we're repairing some of those things, but we're also teaching our kids that we make mistakes and we can come back to it. We can learn from it. We can talk about it, and and things can move forward versus just sweeping it under the rug and not talking about it ever again. And um, yeah. So I think that's a really really important piece to keep in mind. I was talking to a couple just the other night about. About that and how they feel like they need to be um, perfect that uh, it was you know one spouse raises their voice and the 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 other spouse didn't like that in the in in their in their husband and so we were working on kind of strategies and skills to kind of manage emotions but we were also but then we were also talking about there's gonna be Mm slip-ups and how how we respond to those how we come back to those and talk with our kids about those things and repair those things with each other um, is a huge learning for our kids and can be super valuable for them and for us.
0: Well, that's great. Thanks. Um, Yeah, so I think, um, yeah, we just try the best that we can. Um, And then President... Um, Faust had a quote that said, Every child is different and unique. What works for one may not work for another. And I think that doesn't necessarily mean one child needs um, authoritarian parenting and another needs authoritative. I think it just means each kid is different. Like, we have four kids. Alyssa's a girl, and she understands things one way, and then we have our two middle boys who both have autism, but kind of different degrees of it, and one understands something one way and one understands something another way. And then we have an eight year old boy at the end whose best friend is his 17 year old sister. So we have an eight year old boy who has the attitude of a 17 year old girl sometimes. And so that they're all unique and individuals. And so everyone needs a little, little extra, um, guidance or yeah. And even time and thought on how to best, um, parent and one thing that I was just thinking about right now that I didn't talk to you about earlier is even parenting as a team I think a lot of times um, like for many many years and I still basically I'm a stay-at-home mom and I kind of just ran the house and ran the kids and I would put them in programs or I'd go to the teacher meetings and I would just parent and think that I was helping you like let you off the hook and I think I was doing a disservice and not like coming together as a team to always handle situations and I think I've even just only noticed that in the past like year as we've had some different issues arise with different um, kids where my normal go-to would, would be just for me to go and handle stuff myself and figure things out but. I think COVID, with you being home, we've kind of been talking about stuff more, and and you're quite wise and learned in these areas, and I probably could have used your help more. So parenting as I as a team, I think, is really important.
1: Mhm. I th- and I think it's it's easy uh, was easy for me just to leave, let that be, um, but then hold on to some resentment about it. <laughs> but I think we're getting better at. Like, I know I've said to you a few times, why why didn't we talk about that together? Couldn't we have talked about that together? And um, so me being able to, to express interest in wanting to be a part of the parenting, I think probably helps as well. Mm-hmm. So, but I think, yeah, working together certainly helps a lot. Certainly is much more, I don't know, healthy, functional, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, if we're on the same page, nothing is a like nothing comes as a surprise, and then even like kids can't play you off of each other too. Not that ours necessarily would, but they might.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So I think we'll maybe just kind of talk about not necessarily the dos and don'ts, but I think um authoritative parenting I think it kind of comes down to and maybe let me know what you think um kind of three basic things of like love connection and limits so like loving your child setting limits for your child and connecting with your child you have any thoughts on
1: well I think it it follows it follows the the uh example of our father in heaven Mm -hmm. if we think about um, the example of of uh, Jesus Christ and how he related to others and how he taught others. Um, there was love. But there was also a need for some correction. And what was the third one there?
0: Um, limits.
1: Yeah. yeah so there were there are definitely limits, um, in place. Um, oh, connection. Is that the one that I? Thought? Right, connection. Um, and I think. So really, it's what I like to think about when I think of that is that it's uncondition it's if our if our kids know that our love is unconditional, like we know that our heavenly Father like christ's love is unconditional, even though we may not you know even though there's limits even though we may need correction sometimes um we we can be we can have that unconditional love and and I think that's so so important
0: mm-hmm. no, I agree that's a good a good point it is so much like the plan even like I am grateful every day for my agency that Heavenly Father gave me but then sometimes I'm just kicking myself when my kids use their not kicking myself but it stresses me out when my kids use their agency I'm like no just to what I want you to do or even when my kids sometimes my kids want to force people to do things their way and I say well that's Satan's plan but then I try and force my kids to do things my way. But I digress. Anyway. Um, yeah, so again, like I think, like Jeff said, love and connection and limits like the Savior and Heavenly Father gave to us is so important. And again, yeah, if your kids can have that feeling of unconditional love, I think a lot of the rest will fall into fall into place um, like within reason obviously like you do need the limits there um, and again reasonable limits and reasonable expectations for your kids um, I think that's all I have to say about that do you have any more things no, to say No I about think that's parenting?
1: I think that's great. I know we're learning more and more about attachment and and um, uh, ACE. It's called ACE uh, research, which is a, um, adverse childhood events, and those early attachment uh, experiences with our with our primary caregivers has such an impact on on uh, the rest of our of our lives and and that's not to I mean when I when you think about that it feels like a lot of pressure and overwhelming but it's also you know we all experience that we've all you know had positive and not so positive things from our experiences growing up and those attachment styles and but uh, if we can be aware of that and um, help our help our kids to kind of feel the most um, connected and loved and and um belonging as as possible and i think we're in we're in good shape but no one no one escapes um i think parenting perfectly mm-hmm. and that's just the nature of, of life and that's i guess that's the nature of this world is our purpose of this life is to learn and grow and do the best we can and yeah
0: perfect thanks and will you um, just say that book one more time that you for any interested Mm -hmm. the book is called
1: it's it's called the explosive child by Ross Green and then there is another book that I was thinking as well Um, it so the explosive child by Ross Green is a very um, practical book and can be really really helpful in kind of applying this collaborative uh, problem-solving approach and it goes beyond just kind of um, communicating with our children. It can be used in relationships and and in workplace environments and just kind of adapted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other book is called Parenting from the Inside Out. Um, it's a good book. It uh, it's been years since I've I've read it, but it really looks at those attachment pieces and looking at our own experiences. As individuals and how those inter- impact how we parent mm-hmm. um, our children, and so it's it's kind of a workbook style to look at your own stuff and how that in, how that um, impacts how you parent your children, and how to kind of help, um, not have have our own stuff impact uh, our children in negative ways.
0: Mm. Oh, interesting.
1: And that's by Daniel Siegel and Mary. Um, Mary Hartzell.
0: Okay, perfect. Thanks. All right. Yeah, so that is it for this week and it for my podcast. Thank you to all who have listened and given feedback. Um, yeah, and we will see you all later.